Oh, nice. I think I have that exact same shirt. Very similar. It's like pink with blue lines, right? Yeah, it looks better on me, though. Can I make it a men's size, Brian? <laughs> Obviously, I'm wearing it. <laughs> you live in a normal size home, Chris. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It is week 42 of 2023. I'm Chris Louie, and one week closer to moving into a bigger house. With me, Woo-hoo! I have my co-host, Duke Silver, who is trying not to get killed in Chicago this week. You know, I was going to do a joke that uh, I don't get killed, I do the killing, but then there's that whole <laughs> link I sent you guys about our uh, customer prospect that <laughs> got in a road, road rage incident and stabbed somebody, so I think maybe I won't maybe say that in, anymore. In but yeah, <laughs> that was a customer days. prospect? Oh my. Yeah, yeah, it's a well, good friend of mine. Uh, yeah, but so I hear you're getting a new house, Chris. Uh, yeah, you, Chris, you're finally moving into your new house. You only bought ago. it two years ago, right? So. <laughs> That's gonna be exciting. It is. It is. How excited are you? Did you guys hire movers already? No, haven't hired just, movers yet. I think the most exciting thing is the the smart house. Everything is is wired up to be smart, and I get to rebuild my network stack or my entire IT stack, basically. So right now, it's a bunch of duct tape and band-aids, but I'm going to do it right at the new house, a fresh beginning. Would you be are totally you upset? Start with the what gonna, yeah, what are you going to do? Buy a 6500 chassis for your Catalyst 6500? No, I have a, I have a mini rack. So I'll, I'll put that in. I have ubiquity Jeez. switches. I'm going to have you know, PoE access points because I have Ethernet everywhere now. It's going to be off the hook, as the kids like to say. No, kids don't say that anymore. <laughs> off the they chain. Do. On fleek. <laughs> it's still not there. I as my daughter would say, it sounds mid I'm I'm super super excited about my coffee maker though. That's like when people Did you get ask, it? I I didn't get it yet. I, I like I want to make sh- I want to kick everybody out of the house because we still have contractors and stuff. I want to kick everybody out before I buy this really nice coffee maker because I know they're gonna ding it, dent it, steal it. Something's gonna happen to it. I'm gonna kick everyone out, change the locks, get all my in inside and outside cameras up, and then I'll buy the coffee maker. Is this the guy Marone grade? Make you he'd be very happy. Uh, proud of you moment if he if you did that coffee maker it's the exact same one he has so i i even before i knew he had Ooh. it i i pre-selected it and then when i went to his house a few weeks ago i'm like oh you have the model this is the exact model i'm gonna be getting yeah so is it does it have a comma in the price tag oh yeah <laughs> i think it has like it two have... com- i may have two commas in there so. <laughs> it does not have two comma i'm not gonna buy a seven figure coffee maker glenn does it have one or two digits in front of the comma and we have glenn medina congratulations on being named a gartner peer choice winner oh wow i didn't know anyone noticed over there at zscaler we noticed glenn. i noticed at least fun, fun times yeah it was good to be named that some good kudos for us but yeah happy to be here and uh good times good times keep coming over here at island so loving it it wasn't talent in that list, too? Not even close. <laughs> yeah, like maybe two votes. <laughs> and are you hiring, Glenn? Are you looking for good talent over there at Island? I think we're always hiring, looking for good talent. So if anyone out there knows me, reach out, and we'll see if we can get help, help you. 
No guests this week. We hope to schedule one next week, though. Come I think on. we say that more than we actually have guests at this Well, point. it's because of the constant schedule changes. Like, today we actually record at the normal time, but the guest we had scheduled is at an event this week, so hopefully next week we'll be we'll, we'll get them yeah. on. All right. If you're out there and you want to be a guest, let us know. We'll squeeze you in. Let's let's go. So yeah, we'll get some guests on here. Combined, we have decades of information security experience, and here not just to educate but to entertain. We got three awesome stories for this week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Before we get started, we do want to make a mention. Our thoughts are with the people of Israel right now, who face the worst attack in decades. I think since the six. Six Days War back in, I think it was 67. Oh, as of the time of the recording, over a thousand Israelis have been killed or missing, and we pray for their safe return and their families. I don't want to sound like a, a overly like baby, but I'm sitting there reading some of the stuff. I'm like, usually I feel like historically I've been unfazed, but like I think yesterday was the one where they're like, yeah, and uh, Hamas like killed like 40 babies, something like that. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there like kind of tearing up. I'm like, <sighs> gross. Why do I have feelings? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that's going to go shoot a gun or something. Yeah. yeah. Threw me off. It's a little out of proportion there. That's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Some of the things that they've been reporting in the news and I've tried to not get too much in the details. I've tried to stay at the, I guess the meta layer of it, but it inevitably gets into things like that of these, you know, massacres and towns and just completely unprovoked, just innocent people going about their day and then having these, these, assailants coming in and just indiscriminately killing people like yeah this has there has to be an end to this and we hope it ends very soon how about just homelessness in san francisco how about that one (laughs) and the violence and the poop all over san francisco let's just stop that maybe we can head towards world peace after that if we can solve that it'll be be a better world we should ask chat gpt how to solve world peace oh what it would say I am a chatbot. I'm not qualified for world affairs. Mm. Probably. Yeah. This week, we're going to talk about numerous closing the loop items. For our second topic, we revisit our missed story from last week of Cloudflare missing a critical DDoS attack method. And yes. And close with Tiwoo. Our first time. Tiwoo. Never heard of it. Twoo. Isn't that just T U W O two? T U things we won't use. Oh, gotcha. For our first topic, there are several closing the loop items in the current news, so I just thought we'd make a whole topic of all the closing the loop items. The first is a report from the U.S. Federal Trade Commission that Americans have lost two point seven billion dollars to social media scams since twenty twenty one. So there's a Follow on to the story we did last week of common phishing type scams and Instagram impersonator accounts and six digit code scams, things like that. There's a new movie coming out. I sent you guys the trailer in the group chat called The Beekeeper. I'll link through to it in the show notes too. That focuses on these types of tech support scams, and Jason Statham is bent on burning down the system. A recent study reveals that only 4.8% of scam victims filed complaints with either the Better Business Bureau or any government agency, so that $2.7 billion in losses may be severely underreported. 
What do you think? Why is it not being reported? Because they actually believe it's true, or is it because they're just too embarrassed that they got scammed to begin with? I think it's probably the latter. I think they rely yeah. on people being too embarrassed to report it, and then they never call the police, never call the appropriate government agency to at least file it. Or they just think it won't do any good. These guys are in Eastern Europe. These guys are in China, Russia. They're never going to get their money back, so why bother? Yeah. I'm pretty vigilant about telling, you know, my parents and, you know, aunts and uncles and the older generation that I'm, you know, one one removed from about these types of attacks or hacks and attacks and attempts. And I I still wonder sometimes because I remember telling my dad, like, hey, don't answer the phone. If they're talking about taxes, just hang up. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why he would still want to hang on, hold a conversation with them and tell them that they're wrong and, you know, just argue with them. And it's like, just hang up. So just yeah. wants to be right one last time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned this before. Maybe it's that generation as well. So yeah, I think I mentioned this before. I like the, the scams. I like talking with them, seeing how far I can bait them into something. Just waste their time. I like the text messages. I like the text messages. When they tell you that they're your CEO coming from another text message, uh, from another phone number you don't notice, and you tell them things like, you know, when they're texting you and they say, hey, do you have a minute to chat? And I tell them, sure, after I do something like murder my dog and no response back. (laughs) Not that I'm murdering my dog, but you know what I mean. It's like something just totally out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Too funny. I I got, I, so in, in, in true Brian Beach fashion, I got one. Uh, the other day and it was like hey I, I ordered the cake can I have it delivered by 7 p.m I was like bro you got the wrong number he's like this is impossible this is the number I was given by the baker uh, owner yesterday aren't you the baker at Santa Monica blah 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 I'm like first off or he goes it's impossible so <laughs> I troll him a little bit I'm like well first off all things are God, or all things are possible with God uh, which is a line from it's always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> and then I said no I'm sorry and he's like then out of nowhere, like, I quite agree with you that, you know, all things are possible with God. You're a very kind person. I hope God protects you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this dude is going on and on. Then I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. A couple more text messages come in there. I'm like, take care. Uh, then the very next day, uh, he sends me a picture of the cake. He's like, it's been received. Thanks for reminding me that I had the wrong number. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and he's, he's got the picture. It's a freaking awesome looking cake. I'm like, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I thought you were a scam. He's like, I, you know. I can understand you thinking I'm a scan. He's like, but he's like, what's your name? I was like, it's this Brian from Arizona. He's like, I'm going to save your number. But if you ever come to Los Angeles, come see me. I'll take you and your wife out for a cup of coffee. I was like, this, <laughs> how do I just become friends with a complete stranger? As you know, you're uh, married, Brian. Uh, yeah. Now he knows. Uh, I think I, he knows your first name. He's got your phone number. Knows you're married. What else? No, he doesn't know his family or uh, married. He says, I'll invite you uh, to dinner with your family. So mm. social engineering, social engineering. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give him too much information, but I'll tell you what, what a nice dude. So. All right. All around good guy, Brian. In true. Yeah. When you said in true Brian Deach fashion, I'm like, this can go one, one of two ways, but it went, it went the all around good guy way. Yeah. No penises were sent. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, going back to your little story here, like I, I don't know if I ever get scammed if I would go to the Better Business Bureau to tell them about that. I don't know why I would. Why would anyone even do that? 
Yeah, probably more likely the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. They're the ones that yeah. keep track of these things. The FBI, if the loss is high enough, but it's got to be pretty high to get on their radar. So, you, you, I mean, you have a grandmother that, that, that mails off ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, right? Who, who does that go to? Does the local police, the FBI? Who would you go to on that situation? I'll be honest. If my grandma got scammed for ten, fifteen grand, I'd be like, Grandma, I can get it back for twenty thousand, and just take the money. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> That's my step, Brian. I know. I love you, Grandma. The next item is a report that bad actors are literally drilling through POS or point of sale systems to disable the contactless payment systems to force customers to use the less secure card swipe method. Inevitably, they will have some type of card swiping skimmer on the card swipe uh, card, on the card swipe machine. So that's how they steal your credit card. And this reminds me of that story that Sam Curry told us about China frying RSA tokens to force users to use less secure forms of MFA that can be intercepted or impersonated. The police are reporting that they're mainly finding this at gas stations. So on a gas pump, there's a place where you tap your card or tap your phone for Apple Pay. And they see little drill holes through it. So then they, they break the, the contactless reader, install a skimmer. And then they said, you know, everything's Bluetooth now. So someone's just sitting in a car with a laptop 20 feet away, just stealing everybody's credit card data. There's a lot of uh, reliance on Bluetooth actually going 20 feet. But all right, go for it. Um, I went to the store the other day to get pull some cash out. And the ATM, they swapped it out. It looks like it's a... ATM probably should have said that. Beat that out, Chris. I know you probably won't. But <laughs> I went to a third-party ATM because I don't bank with them. Um, anyways, this ATM looked like a like a, an old-school copy machine that was spray painted black. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'll take a picture and send it to you. This like, thing There's looks no way sus. That this is legit. <laughs> it is. Look at yeah. I was like I was like a monkey just like banging on. <laughs> Like, you know, trying to see what the hell's going on. And it, it was zero intuitive, like where you put the card in versus where the ca the cash comes out versus the receipt versus the keypad. Like, I felt like somebody, like, you know, like when you're like in a sketch neighborhood and like you just see a car up on, on blocks and so someone stole the wheels. Yeah. I felt like that's what happened to this ATM. Like they just took all the cool shiny parts off of it and just left the innards. Just was it there. sitting in public or was it inside of a gas station store? Give us some some background here. It's inside a uh, a convenience grocery store? store. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the grocery uh, like store. A chain 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 grocery store or like Yeah, Kroger. Oh, Kroger. Wow. That's yeah. That doesn't sound right at it's all. Like the night shift manager at Kroger like got a cop their old copy machine that they're about to throw out. He spray painted it black, put it in, put a sign that said ATM, and they couldn't believe that Brian actually tried to put his card in. It's like, hey, we got one. <clears throat> I'm telling you. And, and my only other frustration to like the 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 programmer of this ATM terminal is that every time I go over there, it's like, hey, uh do you want twenties or fifties or mix? We'll remember your selection next time you come here. They never, never remember. It always prompts me. Yeah, this thing is a scam. Or it's cookies. Maybe it's GDPR compliant. It can't store the cookie that remembers your selection. Uh, who knows? When you're talking about the I ghetto, did. that reminds me of another great piece of life advice. There's no such thing as valet parking in the ghetto. 
Jersey Knox. Does that come from a movie? What was that? Yeah, it's it's just it's an old saying. It's like there's no such thing as valley parking in the ghetto. Yeah, common sense. Okay. Don't give your car keys to some guy who claims to be valley parking your car for you. Gotcha. You, you remember how you identify the ghetto, right? How's when that? The GPS doesn't go there or something. No, no, it was uh, Dave Chappelle. He's like, he's like, I'm going somewhere late at night. He's like, we're just going. He's like, and the next thing you know, I look up. I'm like, gun store, gun store, liquor store, gun store. He's like, mother effer, are we in the ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> Saw some baby dealing crack. Was that Chris Rock that said that, you know, the mall and then the mall that people don't go to anymore. And then you go in the grocery store and the, the meat is green with some stuff on it. I think it's bigger and blacker. He, he's had some crazy skits on that or talk tracks on, on Ghetto Mall. So, our Chris Rock was one of my favorites back in the day, pre two thousand. Man, he was yeah. he was something else. No sex Chris in the Rock? champagne room. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's no champagne in the champagne room. No, I'm pretty sure the skit's called "There's No Sex in the Champagne Room." The champagne room. Yeah, it's like sure, sure there's champagne in the champagne, champagne room, but you know what's not in the champagne room? The champagne but... room. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Our third closing loop story here, we revisit the story of Blackbaud, the management platform for nonprofit organizations. We reported on the story back in May 2020, and it was notable because it was the first major case of a company stopping the ransomware attack, but still paying the ransom to stop the, the leaking of their data in a double extortion attack. The attackers stole customers' unencrypted banking information, logging credentials, and social security numbers. Blackbaud complied with the attacker's demand for ransom after being told that all the stolen data was destroyed. They settled a lawsuit brought by 49 attorneys generals here in the U.S. for $49.5 million. I love that they just they told him that it was destroyed. We believe you. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> wink, wink. Like, like, how do you even prove that? Can't, and then even then, like, yeah, like, you know. Can't prove a negative. Two negatives make a positive. They could destroy a copy of it, but who's to say they didn't save a copy or they ste- they sold it off to somebody else? At what know. point do you think it's really destroyed? Like, I mean, yeah, we put it in the recycling bin on the computer, then emptied it. Like, it's still there. We you know, sledged we the drive. It. Yeah. So what the cloud providers do, like AWS, Azure, and Google, uh, GCP, they get the data blob, they encrypt it, and then they destroy the encryption key. So that's actually considered a secure way of destroying data. And you'll actually get a certificate of destruction from one of those companies if you pay for it, too. I'd frame that. Go request one. I'm sure they'll do it for, for a price. I want you guys to destroy this picture of Chris Louie outside of Google when he got hired. (laughs) (laughs) Nice throwback there, Brian. (laughs) Once again, no one knows what the hell we're talking about. Anyways. What I I think is interesting is there were 49 attorneys general that brought this lawsuit. Who's the 50th? Who was the holdout that did not bring a lawsuit? Which state held out? California. I should place a bet and see. I don't know if they'll list it, but I'm curious. Like, that's interesting, right? When, like, when the vote is 395 to one, it's like, well, who was the one holdout and why did they hold out? It's like, 
You know why he's held out? He's like probably taking a dump. He's like, oh crap, we had to vote on something today. Oh well, it's a default no, right? Okay. You didn't. You don't think maybe he didn't want to settle and was going after the uh, going after for more money? That's possible. They want to pursue the law, the actual lawsuit, and didn't want to settle. Nah, forty nine point five million. That comes out to about a million dollars per state. And when you think of how many people are affected per state, that's probably not that much money per affected person. I don't know how many records were stolen here, but I'm sure it was in the millions and. That means everybody gets a couple bucks. Yeah, not even close. Probably a dollar a person. Well, and then remember, most of that goes to the lawyers, right? Yep. So. I'll tell you, the, the best place, if you want to do a nonprofit, I think you should open up a Goodwill. You get all the tax breaks, all your product is free, and you can just market and sell it up for whatever the hell you want. Are those franchises? Aren't they owned by the actual company itself? Those aren't franchisees. Like... Yeah. You don't own Goodwill. Open you? open your own thrift shop and call it something else. Yeah. Will good. Will's good. Will's good. <laughs> goods wood. Goods woods. The goods woods. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have our good friends over in Las Vegas. The numbers are in. And the MGM hack cost the gaming giant over $100 million in lost earnings and $10 million in one-time expenses for risk remediation, legal fees, third-party advisory, and incident response measures. MGM says it expects to be fully covered by its cybersecurity insurance. I always make the joke when something like this happens that that they are insured, and it looks like they are. Bad news for the insurance companies, though. I expect this to be litigated for years based on the size of the loss. You imagine they're like, all right, we're going to pay, but your premium's going through the roof. Like, mother lover, you can't, you know, you serious? You'll never be, you become, you'll never get insurance again. You're dropped. Yeah. Un- uninsurable. It's kind of like a so. DUI, right? They say most companies will drop you after DUI. The only companies that will insure you charge you an astronomical amount. Yeah. Is it SR-22 something that's in, or is that just Arizona? I think it's Arizona. Oh, okay. Basically, if you have a, a blemish on your driving record, you have to carry one of those. It's super expensive. Um, dude, so, you know, I was wondering, I was like, why would MGM not just pay the ransom, right? But apparently, I guess their cybersecurity insurance was so great, it was, just, it was a kind of no-brainer then, huh? Sort of. Also, that that's actually the debate right now. So Caesars <clears throat> paid fifteen million yeah. in ransom, and they were fine. MGM refused to pay the ransom. So they actually did the right thing. They're not paying the ransom. That's what the FBI tells you to do, and they're expected to lose at least one hundred and ten million dollars. But they think that they have adequate coverage. But it's not to say Caesars won't be covered though, because remember, sometimes ransom payments are covered under cybersecurity insurance. So does so this we, make you more loyal to one, like, would you go to MGM or Caesars now based off of what you see? You're just going to go loophole and be like, Treasure Island, here I come. Although maybe one of those two goons owns Treasure Island, I have no idea. I'll stay at the win. <laughs> I'll be at the win, Not find me at the other end of the strip. <laughs> You'll find me at Circus Circus, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, and, that and some big nope. beds. You know what? That is that's true opseg right there. You go to Circus Circus, it right. There ain't no one attacking that place. <laughs> Catch Legionnaires' disease while I'm there. Yeah, gross. Yeah, 
Well, you know who didn't win at, at MGM was the the attackers because they didn't get any money. That's true. They they made off well at Caesars, but MGM they got pretty famous though. So yeah, if, if yeah. publicity's worth anything, and now everyone knows who Scattered Spider is and Alpha V. So Alpha V is like the I looked this up yesterday when I was talking with Christopher Young. I think they got Canada Christopher. Anyways, in LV, according to the MyerTAC framework, is the software. And I think the group is actually called Black Cat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that okay. was like Ryuk and Sudino Kiwi back in the day. I think Ryuk was the group, and then Sudino Kiwi was the name of the ransomware. It gets very complicated with all the naming and attribution stuff. But yeah, Alv slash Black Cat. Black Cat. Yeah, okay. Black cat. And then the wow. uh, the affiliate was Scattered Spider. You also oh, hear that, you know the, that this group was fairly young, right? Like eighteen to twenty five year olds. Yeah, same same profile yeah. as those lapsus kids, eighteen to twenty two year old young males living in Western countries too. They think they're Canada, US, and UK. I, f- I have a feeling we're going to see even more of this stuff coming up because I think that uh, ChatGPT takes every single script kitty and makes them almost expert level. I've been using it to do some home automation stuff where I just don't want to try very hard. I was like, I wonder what I can do in five minutes. Like it is insane. Yeah. I I listen, generate this code to talk to this. Right. And then it's like, I get an error, fix the error. Like it just keeps going. Like it's just never ending. This is amazing. I, right before the show started, I heard that Seattle spider was attributed to another pretty high profile attack. I don't remember which one off the top of my head, but there was a recent attack in the news and they believe scattered spider was behind that one too so just like those lapsus kids they're making a big mark and then they're going to get pinched real soon i bet if they're in the u.s they're going to get pinched right so yeah u.s canada and uk did you guys hear about cdw is that news yeah i I saw they were the their post on the leak site and they said they have 16 days to pay up i don't know if the 16 days is up yet or not yeah and lock it all out. I, I also, so an interesting perspective is sometimes these people say, we're in, we got your stuff, we're going to do it, and then they don't actually have anything. They're just really they're good bluffing. at Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Or they're bluffing, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Our last closing the loop item, Microsoft finally removed the Cortana standalone app from Windows 11 in the latest preview build for Insiders in the canary channel so we can finally say goodbye to our good friend cortana i think we announced it maybe a year ago or so and brian was saying you know cortana fired the missiles because he thinks our nuclear missiles are somehow tied into cortana or the source code for cortana was was stolen but we're finally saying goodbye to it it's it's, it's finally removed and that's the their version of the siri thing right yeah it was their yeah. digital assistant it was the it was the ai from halo and they just oh, imported it into yeah it was clippy on steroids yeah well, no, you know, it wasn't steroids. It was Clippy on meth, I think is the... Was that the name, really? I mean, was that the the same voice was from what movie? What series, Chris? Halo. Halo. Yeah, so Microsoft oh. and Bungie co-owned Halo, and then Cortana was Master Chief's digital assistant and his sidekick, digital sidekick, and they just imported uh. that into Windows, and then literally nobody used it, so they removed it. 
Is that just attributed to like how wonderful Windows is? You can just do everything so you don't need a digital assistant? It's sort of like that Mean Girls meme. It's like, stop trying to make Cortana happen. It's not going to happen. They were trying really hard for a while to make Cortana happen, and no one was biting. I'm pretty sure. We have Siri on Mac, right? Like on yeah. the uh-huh. Mac OS? Never used it. Yeah, I, say, I only use Siri for my phone. And even that's when I do, though, right? I only use it for like set an alarm, set a timer, and that's it. I don't use it to do anything any more complicated than that. It's a lot faster to just ask Siri what multiple what the if you if you're trying to calculate something, just ask Siri and it's, it it gives you the answer instead of having you whip out your calculator on your phone. I bet I could type the calculation faster than you could speak it. No way. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a Wild Wild West draw, right? Yeah. Except for both of you guys are just losers. So. <laughs> it was like that, uh, what was that meme? It was, <laughs> I think it was the Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk fight. It says, even the winner is still a loser. Yeah. All right, enough Can't closing the loop. We still haven't made it to our second topic <clears throat> I know, yet. we're halfway, <laughs> half an hour into closing the loop. All right, for our second topic, I was actually oh. surprised it took this long for the research to come out, but apparently you can bypass Cloudflare's DDoS protections if you initiate an attack from within Cloudflare's infrastructure. A security researcher from Certitude found two vulnerabilities in the DDoS protection that Cloudflare offers. The first is a check to authenticate a request as coming from Cloudflare and not the outside world. It turns out Cloudflare uses one certificate for all Cloudflare customers, so impersonating them is trivial. The second attack is a check if the traffic is originating from a Cloudflare IP address. To get around this, an attacker just has to open up an account at Cloudflare and launch the attack from within the infrastructure. A true, the call is coming from inside the house situation. The researcher responsibly disclosed the vulnerabilities to Cloudflare and Cloudflare closed it without any comment. We talked about it a while ago on the show that a common tactic to DDoS Minecraft servers back in the day was to rent a server in the same hosting provider and attack it from the inside. So this is really nothing new. So they closed it and just basically said, so what? You have to infect, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll say customer A is getting DDoSed by customer B, by customer B, but it's not just opening up an account and initiating it. It's just all the servers generating that traffic would have to be coming from customer B, even though that they're all behind Cloudflare. Is that what's going on? Yeah. As long as you rent a server with inside of Cloudflare, you'll bypass all their DDoS mitigations because they only protect you from attacks from the outside. Dude, I got to give uh, ASU credit. When I was doing some DDoS stuff over there, they're like, yeah, this is great that we can prevent the DDoS, but we don't want to launch a DDoS either. I was like, what do you mean? Like, well, we don't want our, our students to launch a DDoS from within ASU against anything. Can you protect against that? I was like, yeah, and I can. It's going to cost you a lot of money. I didn't say the money part. But yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys got to scrub the traffic as it goes outbound. Well, that's yeah. because everything inside at a at a school is just considered dirty to begin with, right? I mean, it's like it might as well be the open internet on campus yeah pretty never much, trust yeah. the land so it's quite different than a corporate network well i guess if you apply zero trust then yeah it's not to be trusted anyway i guess that would apply too wrote, like if you're a student <clears throat> on campus you could ddos a server that's on campus as well because you're you're technically not going outbound to the internet if it's technically on the local land the amount of traffic going out 
from within the, the student network to you name it. It was just astounding. Like these kids love to stream. Well, nowadays I'm sure it's all TikTok. Ninety ninety eight percent of the bandwidth on university campuses is TikTok and Instagram. And probably like Netflix though too. Yeah, I guess so. Netflix and chill. All right, so go. Let's reread this certificate thing. So, yeah, all you have to do is the request has to be authenticated as coming from Cloudflare, and the way you can authenticate it is using this certificate. But it's the same cert for every customer. All right, so what endpoint is using a certificate to authenticate against Cloudflare? I I don't understand. It it definitely isn't like a network appliance. Is this like a a browser? Maybe, yeah. It just checks to see if that traffic is coming from the outside world or if it's coming from inside. And the way you can prove that you're coming from the inside is to authenticate it with the certificate and then have a Cloudflare IP address, both of which can be achieved if you just start a Cloudflare account and rent a server there. I saw Cloudflare today at some event. They're all sitting there with their smug look on their face. <laughs> like, do you guys just do DDoS? I'm going to get you right now. DDoS and CDN. Never That's right. They do Z, uh, private access too, Dot, don't they? They do. They have a sassy yeah. offering. Yeah, it's like a it's an enterprise browser, I think. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> 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 If this gains traction, I'm sure Cloudflare will start taking a look at it and see if they'll have to do things like distribute individual certs to individual customers. And then I don't know how they're going to fix the IP address problem. Just not trust anything probably at that point. Don't even trust yeah, themselves. Zero trust. Yeah, how can you have a sassy offering if you don't trust, if you already start trusting things? That's so dumb. <laughs> It's like, who sent this? Glenn? Yeah. Chat? All right. It's just an image of the uh, issue or the event. I love the MS Paint graphics style of this, too. Yeah. All right. Well, as Brian is digesting this MS Paint message uh, for our last topic, and it'll be a rotating topic every week, this week we're going to talk about this month's Prime Day hauls. Now, I thought Prime Day only happened once a year. It was, it was originally in, meant to be, I think it was in July, and they said summer sales slow down, so they wanted to create something called Prime Day, sort of something like a Black Friday to drum up some sales, but I guess it happens more than once a year. So as of this recording, today's day two of Prime Day. What are you guys looking for? Are you guys going to get anything? Sounds to me like Prime Day is more about end of quarter for Amazon. I didn't know that this was a thing. I thought it was Cyber Monday and in July, so I have no idea. I thought we talked about Prime Day like a, last year, right? Like what's good? What are we waiting for? I think we talked about stuff. it earlier in the year. I think it was in July. Yeah. I could have swore there was a Prime Day in July, but I guess not because I looked it up and said there wasn't one in July. So There's one certain some time of year because I remember everybody else copying them. Walmart had their day. Um, Target's had like Circle Week. Target Circle Week yeah. is actually last week. So all these yeah. retailers keep competing. So I was looking. I, I think the biggest deals right now are like things that are Amazon, right? So if you look at the Kindles, they're like, you know, 20, 30% off on things. Even things like the Ecobee and Ring cameras and whatnot, Fire Sticks. So 
I think that's where the best best deals are. But it's like oh, I don't need any of that stuff right now. Yeah, I don't need any more echoes. I don't need any more cameras. I don't need a Kindle. I already bought one. Yeah, and I'm transitioning. I'm actually not gonna use Amazon stuff anymore <laughs> as are? much as possible. I knew it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think I'm switching over to Apple, knowing that, but it's gonna cost me a little bit more money. Home kit? You're going home yeah. kit? Yeah, I think nice. so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things. Well, I am making a purchase because of you guys. Nice. You're welcome. This right, this second. You're welcome. An Amazon. Amazon purchase. What are you buying? So the uh, for the new house, I'm gonna go ahead and buy uh, a Smart Things Hub. It's twenty percent off. So like, why not? Mm, yeah. Smart Things. I have like I have like deal. twenty things in there, and that's the only thing that's on sale. So I might as well mm. take it. Yeah. Send it to me. I might need a backup hub. Yeah. The other things that I was looking at were Roku's. Right, so I've got a, 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 a getting a couple extra de- stick. yeah streaming devices yeah some TVs that I want to add add to without having to you know get a Comcast the modem or not Comcast a Comcast uh, equipment and I don't want to rent from them so cheap enough just to buy it. So I'm um, going to be in the market for a TV. I haven't bought a TV in like seven years, so I don't know what's new and what's good. OLED versus liquid this versus LCD versus that plasma i don't even know if they still make plasma anymore i'm gonna have to start doing some research <laughs> yeah, into that rear projection i don't know rear about <laughs> yeah i don't know anything about tvs but plasma is not where it's at but yeah maybe a rear projection or a crt would be a great one to start off with something a little some nostalgic for the kitchen how big are you gonna go like 70 inches 100 inches 80 80. I have to go on Crutchfield. So Crutchfield has the, the, or at least back in the day, they had the, the guy. Because I have to measure how big the living room is. I have to figure out where the couch is. And the distance between the couch and the TV determines how big the TV has to be. Dude, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah. You know what it is, right? Is you look at the wall and you fill it from end to end until there's no yeah. white space. That's how a real man <laughs> does <Yep>. it. <laughs> exactly. We don't need the aesthetic here, Christopher. You you buy you you buy the biggest TV you can buy, and then you build a house around it. That's, it. That. That's it. You fit some, you fit it edge walls. to edge. There's some diminishing returns though, because seven years ago when I bought my TV, I bought a 65, and they had 70s, they had 80s, but they weren't good. Like I, I have a I have a 65 inch OLED, so that was top of the line at the time. But if you wanted anything bigger, they didn't make OLEDs that big, and then you had to go with like LCD, which is an inferior technology. Yeah, but now that I mean, you walk into some of the places like Best Buy or even Costco, and they've got the things on, and it's just like, oh my gosh, those things look really good. So, really good. I still can't tell the difference between the $800 TV and the $3,500 TV, other than I think one of them had more HDMI inputs, but I just sat there just staring at them like, I don't understand. So, I bought the $800 TV, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think that's the case for many people. It, it, it's what suits your eyes, and... Whatnot. I, I, I know people that were like, oh, no, the blacks on that just aren't, you know, the, the nits or whatever. It's not as bright. And you're like, dude, it looks I can see the freaking blade of blade of grass that the football players are running on. It's like it, it's it's OK. It looks good. Or anyway, to me, it's good enough. So. All right. Because when when I bought the OLED, the benefit of OLED was you could turn each pixel could turn on and off individually. Like it was OLED versus LCD back in the day. So the LCD was backlit. So even if you turn off the pixel, you still see the LCD through it, the backlight. And so I watched the Martian in 4K HDR, and it like you could see the blackest blacks in some of those scenes, and the brightest 
bright colors as well. Like you, you could tell where the money went on something like OLED versus LCD. But yeah, I'm with Brian. Like today, it's if it can play CNBC and I can it has good audio. Like that's good enough for me. That's all I watch nowadays anyway. Oh jeez. Well, half the time I'm movie. watching TV. Half the time I'm watching the TV on my iPad. So. Yeah, well, the hope is after this move is done, I put so much time and effort into it, I'll actually have free time. I can start gaming again. What? So are you going to actually move, or are you just going to like hire movers? Or are you just going to be like, no, we're just going to load up the, the Tesla and do 300 trips, <laughs> save a couple books. So it'll after, be the latter. After spending I'll, millions. <laughs> I'll load up as much as I can in the Tesla, and then the couches and the beds I'll hire movers for. So it's a minimal chance I, told- I can break something. I told you I'll bring the truck. We can go. It's not as big as. Oh, Brian don't have a truck anymore, so it doesn't. Yes, it's bigger than Brian's truck right now. So I've I got, got a trailer. A, I've got a small little pickup we could use. Yeah. See, all right, right away, Glenn is a better human being than me because I don't help anyone move. My daughter moved out, and I told her I didn't want to help her. Like that's <laughs> I don't do that. I don't. I yeah, no thanks. It's not worth the the back pain that comes uh, uh, with it. Did you at least let her I borrow the truck? No. No, she can't do the truck. Yeah. Oh man, her boyfriend's got a truck. That's the thing. It's like if I have the truck, like I don't mind manual labor. I'll do it myself. But I don't have a. I have the SUV, so I can move plenty of boxes. But I can't move anything larger than that Dude, unless I rent one. Tesla can tow. Get a trailer, buddy. That's right. Nah. It's got a tow package, doesn't it? It yeah, the X can tow. There you go. All right. So anything me, else you guys buying? The, I, I finally bought a replace a, a set of replacement filters for my Dyson ear purifier. The Dyson's been reading 999 for the last year or so. I've just been holding out and buying <laughs> the new filters. So I finally caved in and bought the new filters on that. So I might actually get an accurate reading on the air quality in my house. We have one of those, like the, the tall ones. That's like, is it? Is it's the, the tower is one. The same as yours, the box. Yeah, the yeah, tower. Yeah, it's the TA04. We we put the we moved the dog's kennel to like underneath the stairs like a built in like little thing, and so but it gets hot in there so we we put the there's a there's a door that goes underneath the stairs as well as the way that they actually get in through the side, and so at night we open up the door and we have one of that that act that exact same uh, air filter that you're talking about or whatever fan to move some air around that way they get circulation and. Like you, it's been all nines forever. Like, and I think it was all nines, like within the first week of having it. Like, just I go anytime I go in there, it's just covered in dog hair, and I get like just so much dust. Like, they just pull in so much crap. And there's there's like a there's a gate that prevents them from going in through where the door is. Like, it's like it like segmented off a little bit. So I kind of wonder why I have a fan and they're just not running into it. But it does move air really nice. I'm just amazed that the two of you guys, uh, as much as you, I've seen you guys buy things. You can't spend the extra money to get an air filter replaced. <laughs> That's simple maintenance. I, What's wrong was, with you guys? I was doing it on principle. I'm like, this thing's a giant scam to sell filters. But I'm like, ah, I, I, I had it for three years. I'm like, I can replace it once every three years, I suppose. <laughs> That's like, the let me guess. You don't replace though, right? you don't place the water filter on your refrigerator either. You just let it go. I hit the reset button at least once. <laughs> Dude, I've had so much bad luck with with refrigerators that have anything to do with water that I bought a refrigerator that didn't make ice or have water because I just, yeah, I'm it, with you. It's such a bad time. That's for sure. I wouldn't, when we research 
refrigerators for our, the new house, uh, it was the exact same thing. We, we finally found the one model that has an ice maker and a water filter on the door that doesn't suck. And it, it was a GE profile one, but Samsung, awful, LG, really bad yeah. service. Go with the, go with GE. Whirlpool, same thing. They're all made But the house the filters, that's different. Doesn't I matter. swap those those air filters out monthly. Yeah. Those things get dirty. I was going to say, that's how you know Brian's made it. The air filter that I use to keep my fit entire family safe, he gives it to the dogs to keep them their <laughs> air breathable. <laughs> I definitely didn't, do, like, whatever. I, I don't even know how. I, I think I bought that. Maybe it was like a prime thing. I have no idea. I was like, oh, it was cheap. I bought it. And then it sat in my office. I never used it because it just generated too much noise. No, it didn't generate noise. I forget why. I don't I guess I just didn't need it. No, it didn't it blew air into my, my ear pod like when I was presenting and then people would hear it. Complain about the wind like noise. A, a cluster F. Yeah. Yeah, the wind noise. Thank you. Well, we continue to get great comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week we have a special guest. We were sitting at the dinner table last week and my daughter dropped this one on us. Looks like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I'm going to play it for you guys. And then for the listeners, I'll just drop in the audio. I recorded it. Nice. Here we go. Why does cats like computers so much? Because they have mouses attached to them. Your kid your, got uh, it. Your little one got a laugh out yeah, of it. Yeah, your, your son loved it. He did. He got a kick out of that one for here's sure. A, here's the creepy part. Uh, Glenn or Kristen asked her to re- repeat the joke. He just has always on screen. 24-7 recording. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a good one, man. Thank you. I'll tell her. All right. To wrap things up. Americans wait, 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 wait. The apple does fall super far from the tree because your jokes suck, but hers are great. <laughs> now that's a joke. Dad joke of the week. <laughs> but that's not a joke. Don't laugh at that, Glenn. That's an insult. <laughs> Love you. All right. To wrap things up, Americans lost almost $3 billion in social media scams. If yes. tap to pay is broken, check for a credit card skimmer. BlackBot is finally paying for their negligence. MGM incurred massive losses, but they're insured. Cortana is finally gone. Cloudflare needs to guard their own gate. And Prime Day is filled with Tiwu. That's all we have for this week. We hope you enjoyed this week's Whoa. episode. You can find us all on LinkedIn. Disclaimer. Links will be in the description. Disclaimer. Follow Disclaimer. us on Instagram at Pebcat Podcast. Me gonna keep interrupting thank you all listeners and subscribers who raised five stars the itunes store on spotify and left us a review we appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show the best way to find us is to search for the pepcac podcast on your favorite podcast listening app my co-host brian deach and glenn medina i'm chris louie thanks for listening we'll see you all next weekend as always have a nice day bye felicia always Always look for a card, uh, a card skimmer, even if tap the pay is working. Just always look for it. You just never know. All right, good call, Brian. Just yank on that thing. Give it a good tug every single time. Yep. Yeah. Where's the live by? Especially for you teenage boys. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice thing. <laughs>